0: Hey there, and welcome to your Utah. This is Taylor Powers here with Ethan Millard, bringing you all things on the Wasatch Front. Today we've got a very cool episode. Uh, we're going to bring you a couple indoor activities, a couple outdoor activities, something to something to let you and your family do something a little bit different than your normal day activity.
1: It is, there is a really good uh, mix today. A little bit, a few one paid, one free. So mm-hmm. you know, it's it's some good stuff. Let's start though. Up at the top of Little Cottonwood Canyon, yes. Snowbird. Uh, Snowbird has been undergoing a lot of changes. Most specifically, mm-hmm. they put that big, enormous restaurant lodge up at the top of Hidden Peak, which is the top of the tram. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very beautiful. If you haven't had a chance to see it, it's it's really it's really quintessentially Snowbird. It's basically. All concrete and windows, you know that snowbird aesthetic yep. when you go up there, <laughs> you, you see it immediately, right uh-huh. they don't try and do like the fake German stuff or anything like that. you know it's no. like the
0: modern structures
1: yeah, they have their own they have their own look, and which I always liked quite a bit, but uh, so this fits very, very well it's just enormous views everywhere, mm-hmm. big, beautiful building, uh, they call it the summit. And I think that what what's gonna happen is we're gonna start to see just a lot more activities up there because now there is a place where you can go and you can do things. I well, think definitely. We'll, I think you're gonna start seeing a lot of friends and family booking weddings up there. You'll probably start oh, for sure. you know, getting invited up there to weddings, also a lot of banquets, galas, things like that. Because I mean, what a cool event to have. That requires you to get in that tram to go all the way up, you know? <laughs> you can't drive. You can't walk. you got to take the tram. That's pretty neat and yeah, pretty exclusive. So, But I've got a couple of activities here to kind of, if you haven't had a chance to get up to the summit, maybe this is your opportunity. So next week on April 11th, they're doing a full moon dinner, which is a whole gourmet multi-course feast under the full moon up there at uh, the summit at the Hidden summit. Peak.
0: Not technically under the full moon because you're inside the building.
1: You're inside the building, yeah. But the way they promote it, and I thought this was catchy. They say, does the moon appear bigger from 11,000 feet? (laughs) Come see for yourself, which is, I think, a pretty cool idea. Yeah, I know it is. Because when I read that, I thought, oh, yeah, dinner at 11,000 feet. That sounds awesome. Mm
0: -hmm. Under the full moon.
1: Under the full moon. I mean,
0: that's going to be a cool tram ride either way.
1: Oh, amazing tram ride, mm-hmm. amazing tram ride. So your tram ticket comes with your reservation, and they've got the full, as I mentioned, the full multi-course dinner. Uh, now, there is a cost to this, but I think it's a pretty good deal for a special event dinner. It's 69 bucks for adults.
0: Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like it's the tram ride, the right. full-course gourmet dinner. There's live music.
1: That's right. Live music, yes, thank you, and other entertainment. They say live and other music. Other entertainment. And entertainment. So it's... Uh, There's
0: going to be a guy walking around making balloon animals.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> for, 60, for $70, <laughs> I'll make you a balloon animal.
0: <laughs> what do you want?
1: $69. On a gets,
0: dragon that blows fire. <laughs> that's
1: right, yeah. Uh, so that looks really cool to me. And you know, it's not free. But Well, of course not. If you're looking for a special event, yeah. and if you want to try... You know, this new this new spot, this could be a really super romantic and really awesome way to go. Mm-hmm.
0: So very cool experience. Uh,
1: I, I like the event quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So but you do have to have reservations to board the tram. You can't just show yeah. up. So you can do those online at snowbird.com if you want. But don't fret because I've got another activity that could take you to the top of the peak. But this one is actually free.
0: Is the tram ride free as well
1: for this next activity? Yes. Well, this it's free with an asterisk. So let me explain. Okay. okay. So uh, Sundance is doing an Easter sunrise service. Snowbird. Snowbird. Pardon me. Snowbird. Yes, I'm all over the place. Snowbird <laughs> is doing an Easter sunrise service. So this is, you know, kind of a non-denominational Easter service yeah. at the top of Hidden Peak, up there at the summit. Now, this is an outdoor service, so they 're not going inside, so you have to dress warmly and But you take the tram to get up there it 's at sunrise, and they're asking for a five dollar donation for to benefit Wasatch adaptive sports mm-hmm. that'll get you up the tram ride
0: oh okay well that's so, yeah that's fine
1: yeah it's you know a a tiny fraction of what you would normally gladly pay for give a, five dollars to a ticket, adaptive. Yeah. Uh, obviously, great cause, very, very low price. So a little $5 cash donation gets you up there. And then there is the service. The service begins at 647 in the morning, at, which is scheduled sunrise for April 16th, 16th yeah. Easter Sunday. So I think that's cool.
0: Hopefully it's not snowing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> who knows what it's going to be like up there? And But you know what is kind of interesting is if you go for these kinds of – weird experiences that put you in really dramatically different places in a mm-hmm. single day. This is actually a pretty good one because
0: Oh, definitely. If you've
1: been sick and tired of all the beautiful warm weather we've had <laughs> down in the valley, it's still winter yeah. at the top of Hidden Peak. It is frigid and it is lots and lots and lots of snow.
0: I think I'd kind of like to make that one happen. It's you a little get up bit there? it's a bit extreme waking up that early, getting ready and driving up there, but I think it would I mean, it would be worth it, but it's yeah. one of those things where motivating yourself, you know, at five a.m. to get out of bed to, to go to a there. service up at Snowbird.
1: Once though, that sun starts kind of coming up, and you can see, yeah. you know, all of Eastern Utah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eastern I, Easter, Utah, <laughs> Eastern Utah, Eastern. Then I, yeah, it's one of those things where you'll look out at that and you'll think, "Yeah, I'm glad I came. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad I came." So the first tram that morning departs at 5.27 a.m., so that's as early as you can get up there. So if you want to kind of get up there and hang out a little bit and enjoy the peace of quiet that early. <laughs> Otherwise, the last tram is at 6.27, so you've got to be there. That's your drop-dead time. you got to be there by 6.27 at the base. Yeah. That's when the last tram departs.
0: Huh. What if they can't fit all the people in there? What if there's a whole line? I don't know. They'll probably do another one.
1: Yeah, I bet they would. Although... I don't know. I don't know how many people we can expect to see yeah. at I a mean Sunrise Easter service. Do you, Matt, uh,
0: does it say on there, is this the first time they're doing this?
1: Uh, no, it's not. Um, it does say, be in line early to guarantee your spot on the tram. Uh. So there may be some people that are left out. I'm looking at a photo from last year's service, and in this photo, I can see several dozen people. There might be more kind of tucked away in another area. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, th- I think they'll draw a crowd. Not record-breaking, probably, but yeah. I think they'll draw a crowd of, yeah. you know, like-minded people. So they say they'll have a short sermon, live music, and a beautiful sunrise.
0: That just sounds lovely.
1: Yeah, it's not a bad way, huh? Mm-hmm. To kind of kick off the morning. Yeah. You can, and then you get off the mountain and you still have all the rest of Easter Sunday.
0: Yeah, because and you can, you know... I don't you probably don't have to dress, you know you're not going to actual church where you need to get all dolled up, yes, you're that's gonna true. be outside, you're gonna dress warm, yeah, so you can pack some a different pair of shoes and maybe some other gear and go on a hike afterwards or you know do something up in little cottonwood you're already there,
1: yeah, yeah, you definitely don't need to dress up for this, that's for sure mm-hmm. they'll if there's any if there's anywhere that they're gonna let you get away <laughs> with casual dress. It's a non-denominational sunrise (laughs) service at a ski resort. That's where you're going to be okay Uh, with whatever you can make it up there in.
0: Yeah.
1: Am I right about that? You are very right about that. All right. Let's grab a quick break. When we come back, uh, if that doesn't float your boat, we've got some indoor activities, uh, especially if you're ready to kind of start getting out and uh, doing a little bit of spring shopping. Taylor's got some good options for you when we come back. Welcome back to Your Utah. I'm Ethan Millard here with Taylor Powers, and uh, we've been chatting about some of the cool things going on along the Wasatch Front. Uh, keep your eyes open for stuff happening up at the summit up at Hidden Peak because I, I promise you, Taylor, we're just going to start seeing everyone booking stuff up Oh, there. of course.
0: I mean, that's part of the reason why Snowbird, Snowbird built that was yeah. because they're one of the only resorts other than... Park City within the Salt Lake area that can do year-round activities. Yeah. And they I, want more people coming to their resort, make more money for the for the summer season.
1: And they do. They have – we've been going up there. My family has been going up there every summer for years mm-hmm. since I was a teenager. Yeah. And I can tell you how many more people go up there in the summer these days. Yeah. Uh, it used to be so quiet up there, but now it's very, very busy, which is cool. It's fun.
0: Well, and it's, you know, kind of mirrors the population in Salt Lake anyways. That's
1: true. Really growing population. Mm -hmm. And so. Uh, All right. But uh, let's talk a couple of other activities. I know that you've been checking out the antique malls.
0: Yes. Um, Actually, I'm going to tell the story of how I discovered it.
1: Okay, let's hear it.
0: On Sunday. I was searching for something,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, an antique window, an old one. And I'm a, I'm a thrifter at heart. I always have been. So I was hitting up all of the thrift stores, you know, Goodwill and Savers. Um, and I couldn't find one. And I was extremely defeated driving home. <laughs> and it was about 4 p.m. And for some reason, I got this intuition to take a different route home than I normally do. Mm-hmm. And so I turned on West Temple and I was just like, "Huh, oh, thats I've never been over here before. Mm-hmm. And I just start driving and all of a sudden in the distance about a block up, I see a big sign that says Antique Mall open seven days a week.
1: Is it there <laughs> on the west side of the road?
0: Uh, it's on the east side of the road. On the
1: east side of the road. Yeah, on West okay. Temple
0: in Ninth South. And so I jerk the car and... <laughs> park and i just run in (laughs) you know i'm like it was sent to me i'm here it was meant to be um and i just walk in and it was heaven and i don't even try to look for the window i just take it all in and Uh, i spent over an hour at this place really um and so if you've never been to a uh antique mall that's a fixed store it has, you know, depending on the size of it, over fifty different vendors, and they all have little booths. But you you can't really tell that you're going to separate booths. It's, it's kind of a very fluid, yeah. You know, just a regular store with mm-hmm. a main counter and you know main attendant. It's not like all the vendors are there. The owners, right? Um, and it was just so cool, and and oh. the prices weren't even. You know, for an antique mall, I was thinking, oh i you know, prices gonna are gonna premium. be really expensive. But yeah. they were doable. I walked away with some really cool things, including my antique window.
1: You found one. I did. How big were you how big were you looking?
0: Uh I was looking pretty pretty big, like uh, I don't know, forty to fifty inches across.
1: Boy. When I moved out of our house in Midvale just in the fall. You know what I left behind in the garage? An enormous multi-pane <laughs> window that I had picked up from a friend who was replacing his. and mm-hmm. his, It was from a house that was built in the 30s. Yeah. And it was probably five feet wide and maybe wow. four feet tall. And there were probably a dozen panes in it.
0: That is cool. Big, I would have loved that one. A big
1: front window.
0: So that. Probably if you sold that at this antique mall, that would probably go for eighty bucks. Jeez. Yeah. The one I bought was thirty. But you know what the sad thing is? The day before I found one at at the DI for a dollar. Oh. And as I was carrying it into the house, it slipped and broke.
1: Oh, you're kidding.
0: Yeah. It started to slip, and my instinct was to catch it with my knee, and my knee just went through the glass. Oh,
1: uh, ah, you're lucky you didn't get hurt.
0: I know. Jeez. I, I was really pissed, and I was like, all right, I'm going to just go the opposite route and be really grateful right now.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because that's going to be non-tempered glass, probably.
0: Yeah. it's. I mean, it was very fragile, and there was glass everywhere yeah. that I had to sweep up. Um But the fact that I found another one that was better and actually works with the project I'm making. That's cool. Um, So, no. So, this antique mall was very cool. And I would recommend... Anyone to go there, even if they don 't plan on buying anything it's you know there were kids in there there
1: was it's a good place to browse and, yeah,
0: there's so, so many cool old stuff to look at
1: so the concept is there are a lot of different vendors, so it's like a mall you yeah. go in there, and there are a lot of different vendors mm-hmm. that kind of have their stuff all over the place,
0: yeah, so some of them and and like I said it's not like you're walking from booth to booth like you do at some at a festival it's all kind of displayed. And, and each vendor kind of has their boundaries, but it's, it's, it's fluid.
1: It's more fluid, yeah. But you
0: can tell based on the themes of each person. So there's
1: right. you know,
0: maybe someone that only has clothes, vintage clothes. And right. so that's like a whole little section. And the next person has lamps or the next person is all um, like old veteran army kind of antiques, um, furniture, jewelry. Yeah, there's just, I I could have spent the entire night in there until they closed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll take it all. I'll take everything. <laughs> um, all right, so this is West Temple,
0: West Temple and Ninth South, right? Ninth right South. next to Public Coffee House.
1: So there's no cost to admission. Nope. You can just walk you just in. Walk in, and then see if you can find what you can find.
0: Yeah. And it's been there since 1992.
1: You're kidding? No. Boy, I thought I knew my city better than this. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, however, there is a new antique mall in Sugar House, which is the same concept, just newer vendors, more, you know, there's more people in Salt Lake, more people doing this kind of thing. Right. Um, and that is 21st South and probably 9th East, somewhere around there. Oh,
1: okay. So down a little bit lower. Yeah. Kind of by the Smiths.
0: Uh, just, just south of the Smiths, kind of over by, uh, what's that place called? The camp, campfire, dailies.
1: Okay. Yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that's good info. Yeah. I should go check it out.
0: Yeah. I'm dude. sad I
1: didn't keep that window. I'd just let you have it. I wouldn't even charge <laughs> you 80 bucks. I'd say if you can get it out of here, you oh, can. Oh, I it's wish yours. you had it. Because it was big enough to be like a really good room divider even. It was very nice beautiful. Painted white. It was cool.
0: Just killing me inside right now.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I know. Well, all right. Taylor, I recommend, this is what I recommend for you. Mm -hmm. There are a couple of neighborhoods that were built in like the 30s and 40s and 50s. And what you got to do is... Pick some of them and here in the spring when people start doing remodels, mm-hmm. just, you know, periodically drive through because you're going to find gross. a bunch of old windows and stuff that people that put out on the curb. Yeah. Because what are they going to do with it? Throw it out on the curb for the spring pickup. I bet right. you'd find a bunch. Yeah. Like if you go up to Canyon Rim, you probably find a bunch.
0: Yeah.
1: Probably a bunch in Sugar House also.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway. Up in the Avs.
1: Just a thought. Just a thought.
0: I'll keep my eye out. Thank you for the tip.
1: Save yourself 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. Just watch your knees.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Your Utah. And we hope that you get out there and enjoy Your Utah.